This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, the taking of Deborah Logan. I can't find the tagline. Every tagline! Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. I'm Hot Lena. And I'm Troy. Troy! Yes, and if I sound weird, it's because I have no internet. He's on the phone. So, no internet. The Dark yeah. Ages. Yeah, so... Uh, Troy, yeah, life under my a rock. Not as good. My microphone's not as good. Nothing's as good as it could be. Wah, wah. The internet is stupid. Yeah. You take, you take that back. So, no. Speaking of the internet, how about this movie? It's. I was going to say it's stupid, but you said the movie part too fast. Yeah. Got to reserve judgment, you know. <laughs> Got to so. reserve judgment. Well, we were going to do this movie before, but then it went away. But then it came back. Yep, went into some kind of fucking abyss somewhere and wasn't available on anything and except for your memories. I kind of wonder if it's because it was it was produced by Brian Singer and that was probably around the time that he was having some legal issues. Oh, noted sex pervert Brian Singer. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, congratulations on this movie, us. Whoops. Does that mean I we're that till the credits and I was like, produced by Brian Singer. Ah, fuck. Are we terrorists now? Uh, Are we never not? Can't, didn't, won't, never. Well, I mean, we're just fitting into some of our iTunes reviews now, I guess. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Pretty scathing. So, if you want to go ahead and have Chris get off his hoe shit and start reading that book. Oh, me? <laughs> yes. Oh. But but I prefer to no, stay on my trip. Oh, shit. <laughs> you are pretty good at it. But you gotta read the book or I'll kill you. <clears throat> Warning spoilers. Forewarning. The synopsis may contain information revealing... You're giving away the lie! <laughs> I'm just reading it. I'll stab you in the neck. Then we start up... With a kidding! What? What? I said you'll stab in the neck with a spade. Ah. Yeah. That. The, the ace of spades? Read your book, Blinky. Come on. I Go did, but spade. then you, you hollered ever so frightfully. <laughs> uh, I am a frightful person. Oh, now? Now may I? Or Still. Oh, still. Okay. Proceed. So uh, we meet up with the team filmmaker, which consists of uh, they they're just people. They don't really have traits. Where you got the guy with the glasses? You have the guy without glasses, uh-huh. and that lady. Yeah, with the hat. Yeah, hat lady. Sure. So, so hat lady is making a documentary for her PhD about Alzheimer's? Yeah, she's going to be some kind of doctor for something. 
Yeah. And they uh they go to meet up with Deborah Logan. Yep. Deborah, I think it is. Oh, sorry, I pronounced that incorrectly. Yeah. <laughs> Get your fucking shit together. Tighten up or I don't know. Loosen down. And they're in they're in fictional town, Virginia. Eczema. That's what the town's called for some reason. Why yeah. they call it that skin condition? I'm not sure. No, you heard the man on the fake TV. They said eczema. It's spelled eczema, though. Yeah, but you That's don't find true. that out until when I noticed it at the end of the until movie. Until they show it on the screen at the very beginning. Ah, I missed that part. But at the end, I was like, oh, well, this still sounds like a skin condition. Why not call yeah. it psoriasis? It's like a skin condition that you dig up after you've buried it. Well, that sounds terrible. Yeah, but it's hard to get. You're hard to get. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> You're a puzzle wrapped in an enigma, this one. Yep, I'm a delicious burrito. Shut up. You are a burrito. <laughs> Not delicious, but a burrito, yes. <laughs> Is your luchador name Burrito Mysterio? Burrito Paquito. <laughs> Malo burrito, <laughs> burrito malo, mas <Yes>. malo, <laughs> muy malo. I don't know how to conjugate my verbs correctly, so or adjectives. Malo malo. Adjectives go after the nouns in Spanish. Chris. Our Spanish is offensive at best. Yeah, I like I burrito misterio for you though. I just have a tortilla on my face instead of a mask. Yeah. Like, like the new guy from Slipknot. <laughs> so anyway, uh, well, how do I pronounce it? Will Howdowa. Will Howdowa? <laughs> no. Excuse I me. I, I was gonna say Deborah, but that's not right. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Deborah. 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 There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Deburro. Deburro. It's Deburro. <laughs> Nope, oh, there's more of that offensive Spanish again. We should probably stop that. Yeah, we should probably stop at that. <laughs> so anyway. Deborah! Deborah's not real keen on these guys filming, but her daughter is like, hey. Yeah, she's like half keen. We need the money. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. you're not doing well. Money is expensive these days. Yeah, it's true. Like... It's like a one-to-one to buy it. Shut Weird. up. I'm just kidding. Are you? No. Yes. <laughs> More but I don't know. When you talk, that's just my instinct is to yell, shut up. Yeah, it makes it difficult to speak. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. That's totally understandable. I'll try to refrain doing so. Will you? No. Well, that exasperated yes. side tells me <laughs> otherwise. I said yes, didn't I? So That's anyway. Like today, my wife was like, can you go do this? Did you just yell, shut up? That's a bad plan, bud. And said, yes. After like a 20-second pause, and she's like, I know you want to say no. I was like, oh, I know, yeah, I want to say no, but I know I should say yes, so I'm saying yes. That's where you're at right now, Chris. Go ahead, Christopher. 
Read your book. Oh, I got the full name. So anyway, they start up their filming. Filming. We learn uh We learn all all about Alzheimer's, which is a goddamn downer. Yep. Yeah, yep. We also learned that apparently you're supposed to rake up the leaves in the middle of the forest. Yeah. The forest leaves ain't gonna rake themselves. That's where the leaves are. Oh, but they have a burlap sack there full of leaves, apparently, in the wheelbarrow. A whole sack full. They do. They do. I just realized that. But more on burlap sacks later. (laughs) More on burlap sacks after the break. Get back to your book, please. And um, they they're recounting some stories. We're getting some background, you know, about how uh, Deborah's husband died from heart condition when he was a younger man. She had to raise her daughter by herself. She was a very a very successful switchboard operator for the town. Yep. Yeah, it was like personal answering service type person, so she apparently worked for like the the professionals in town answering the phones for them and making calls for them and basically like helping them cover up all their affairs and misdeeds because if she didn't she wouldn't have any money. Yeah. And uh, we we hear from her doctor who tells us, you know, it's it's early stages, you know. It's going to get worse, but right now, she's just having senior moments. Nothing too bad. You got some time. Yep. Yeah. And she, um... And they, they, at some point, they film her, like, going shopping in town. Yeah, and... And she kind of, like, just stops in the middle of the sidewalk and looks around, like, what am I doing here again? Why am I here? Yeah, has trouble, you know, like, uh, getting the correct dollars out to pay for stuff. Senior moments. Yeah. We find out that she, uh, left the stove on a couple of times and started a fire once. But not as bad as her mother. Nope. Who, like, apparently, like, left an empty pot on the stove and melted it completely down. Because apparently it has a really fucking strong stove that can melt metal. 17 billion degrees. Yeah. That's anything in the 19th of a second. It's at least one BTU. And, uh... Yes. The crew... They set up cameras around the house that make walkie-talkie static whenever they uh, cut out for yeah, some reason. Yeah, man, he complained about that the whole time the movie was on. Yeah, I did. Sure did. <laughs> I complained about walkie-talkie static and the fact that when the digital cameras didn't work right, they made static. And I will complain about that. Add that to the list of shit that bothers me in a movie with fingernails and nail guns. Well, fingernails don't bother you just for the same reason, though, Chris. 
I guess that's true. Hey, that's how fingernails work. Sometimes they just get ripped right off. Yeah, that just happens yeah. occasionally. Or they, get, or they get smashed in car doors and turn really black and nasty. Yep. Hadn't fallen off yet, has it, Chris? Oh, cool. You got it real close to my face. <laughs> that's neat. It's pretty gross. Yeah, well, you're lucky you didn't slam his dick in the door, Chris, because that could be your face. <laughs> lucky I didn't slam Chris's dick in the door? I agree. <laughs> both of them, on both counts that you yeah. lucky. I'm, Wait, it slam both our dicks in the door. The hell are we up to? I don't know. It's a new thing, I guess. I guess. Yeah. I don't want to know. I. So anyway, she uh, she has a couple senior moments, old uh, Deborah. And uh, then some stuff starts happening that seems to defy just your Alzheimer's. And physics. Well, there was, right before that, the the camera guy was filming her, like, working in the garden. And it looked like he was just trying to get, like, an ass shot of her. Which, yeah, weird. You know, I mean, for a 60-year-old woman, I guess her ass was fine. But, but like, a snake. She, she, like, just picked up a snake and tossed it aside like it was no big deal. Your friend the snake. And then Hat, Hat Lady, like, called out to him. He turned around for a second and turned back, and, like, Deborah was, like, right in his face. Like, hey, want to go inside? Like, Time for she lunch. Moved way faster than she should have been able to. Come on, I got this steak in my pocket. Let's get in the house right now. Has that line ever worked for you, Brett? Just once, and we've been married for going on six years now. I mean, that's how you know you got the right one. Yep. I'm... What? 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 <laughs> I mean, I think it was pretty obvious, Chris. No, I just wasn't listening. I'm going to punch you in the head. Yeah. So anyway... One evening. Which one? Uh, it's unimportant. <laughs> day 61. Yeah. Oh, they, they list the days off when they're doing it, so. Roy knew. So one of the uh, the crew, Glasses. I was going to say, is it Glasses or no Glasses or Girl Lady? He is accosted by Deborah because she thinks he stole her spade. Oh, man, when you say accosted, oh, yeah. you mean he was pinned into the corner with a knife and she was going to kill him. Yeah. He had to climb on the counter. Yeah. They were telling him to get off the counter. I wouldn't have gotten off the counter. Yeah, and <laughs> I think Glasses I can identify with most out of anyone in this movie, because any time weird shit happens, Glasses is like, this is kind of fucked. He did have better ideas than most. Yeah. And so he, you know, runs off. They finally calm her down. They find her spade in the freezer, like you do. Well, you gotta keep it cold, bro. She's gonna put it the furnace. There's some sort of third room temperature option. Not one I know, I know about. Like a, like a gardening shed? Nah. Hey. That's no way to treat a spade, sir. Yeah. No. You gotta keep it cold, bro. 
And they, um, they're like, huh, that seems like a little more than Alzheimer's. So they take her back to the hospital, and her doctor's like, yeah, remember well, maybe not a little bit for Alzheimer's, but a little much for early stages anyway. Yeah. And the doctor's like, well, it turns out this is super aggressive Alzheimer's. And uh, science words say that it's progressing real rapidly. Mucho rapido. Stop it. Yeah, yeah, stop. Why are you Sorry. doing that? Chris is a bad influence. Eh, yeah. Fair enough. So, uh, Deborah just keeps uh, acting bizarre. She keeps waking up in the middle of the night. Well, she gets a hold of the spade at one point. Well, first she does the uh, the the teleport oh, yeah, move. The, yeah, where she's on the ground and then she's on the stove. She's on the ground and then she's on the stove. Then she's on the ground and then she's on the stove. Ever so the ever. Same footage over and over and over again. Yeah, down and to the left. That's how you know. Down and to the left. What? Yeah. Eh, one person will get that, and they'll feel good. Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> I feel like I should. Yeah, I ain't telling. Well, now I feel horrible. You should. You should. Why are you eyeballing me? I mean, I feel normal. But... And uh, they showed the footage to... Uh... Deborah's daughter, and they're like, um, that's not Alzheimer's. Defying physics generally isn't part of Alzheimer's. Nope. She's got a Pazuzu. <laughs> and, uh, she wakes up in the middle of the night one night and is nailing the window shut because there's a man out there, she says. Yeah. It's like you said, it ain't going to nail itself shut. I did say that. You did nope. say that. So everybody's getting a little tense. You know, what with all the... Maybe they should relieve some tension. Maybe. Maybe. Tension breaker. Awkward. It had to be done. So, go ahead, Smiley. Read your book. The things are... That's you. Oh, thank you. I was speaking. <laughs> may, may I? Or... Yeah, I guess Would you like so. to interject? Not for right now. Okay. Not for just right now, mind you. All right, fair enough. That can change. It will, I'm sure. Real fast. So, um, again, we'll thanks. We'll interject with an ejaculation. Ah, gross. Yeah. What a strange I mean, thing to say. Not all ejaculations are liquid. Uh. What? Go on. Mm-mm. Hey! I'm all wrapped up on this subject, thank you. So, uh, I had to eject. Verbal ejaculate? Yes. So, thanks. If you don't get back to reading that book. I've tried so hard to. 
real hard. Come on, hard tryer. Keep on going. will get there. That's me, try hard. Noted try hard. <laughs> try hard, yep. stank dick, bitch, nips, whatever. Read your book. Yeah, you should try filling that out on official documents. <laughs> the, line, uh, the line's not long enough. Ma'am, I need a... Yeah. I need an additional need sheet of paper. I need more forms. Yeah, when he was doing the 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 ITBS, he always had trouble filling in the scandron. IBS. Yeah. You guys didn't have the Iowa test of basic skills? Irritable bowel syndrome. We didn't all live in Iowa, Troy. I come from Ohio. No, but like that's like a nationwide <laughs> test developed in Iowa. We had the the Ohio test of basic skills. Oh, okay. Wait. Your OTBS. Come to think of it, that was in the guy's van. <laughs> that might not have been a standardized test. That's why your wrist clicks Did all you... the time now. <laughs> Did you pass, Chris? Oh, he passed. <laughs> yeah. Also, he didn't have a single puppy. Well, let's say it passed. Oh, man. He did have candy. There you go. But it was red vines. Funny candy. What's wrong with red vines? Uh, lots of stuff. I mean, they're almost licorice. That's close enough for me. Well, I'm one of those freak weirdos that likes black licorice, so... Ugh. He liked the taste of anise, huh? Yeah. Anise. Black licorice and uzu. That's all I drink. Ugh. <laughs> I like Who's to put... There are many things like that I What's the matter with you? Rye bread. I like when you put ice in it and it gets cloudy. Don't you talk ugly about rye bread. It's chock full of anise. Wait, what's going on? See what happens when you Anna. stop reading the book and I don't yell at you? <laughs> I yell about I Anna. Anna. It's not in my freezer right now. So, Chris, Chris, book, book, book. <laughs> you said book three times. So does that mean I don't have to do it? It's like a, like a triple negative. Now, if you do it from a mirror, a book comes and kills you. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't read from your book, I'll bury you in two separate creeks. It's No, I want to play that game. I want to go after the podcast. I want to say Chris book, book, book in the mirror and see what happens. <laughs> Don't Chris, do Chris, it, man. Book, Don't book, we book, do it. That killed you. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Not another killer, Muffet. Yeah. <laughs> Come on! Sorry. <laughs> I started thinking about the implications of the Swedish chef. Borgy, borgy, borgy guy? Yeah. Because yeah, he's just really angry that you don't say bork, 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 and that's what sets him off. Bork, bork, bork. Okay. So, so the important are you going to start is it, reading from So the, the thing book. is that there's cameras in the house. Yeah. And one night, Deborah gets up in the middle of the night and strips off her clothes and is running about the house. Everybody's freaking out. And they find her upstairs after a god-awful noise starts going through the house. From the switchboard. Like there's a ringing in the house. Yeah. Daughter says it's from the switchboard. Someone's like, 
They're like, someone, please enter the house. Can't enter a house. And they, uh... Then they why is the house ringing? Fair point. He's got you on that one. You're a fair point. That is... You? Yeah, that's questionably offensive. I'm gonna boop you on the snoot. Not my snoot. That's the source of my powers. <laughs> Not a boop. One boop the snoot. Oh no, my snoot! <laughs> it's been booped thoroughly. Uh, so they uh, so they, they switchboard. They find switchboard. They find her in one of several attics. I like when the one guy, the well, a couple of different times comments on how many attics the house has. Why does the house have so many yeah. attics, Chris? Seems like the kind of thing you'd know about. Yeah. Not a satisfactory answer. I'm not telling you. You know how long I had to go to attic school to learn why there's so many attics in certain houses? I think I'm just going to hand that out for free. It's proprietary knowledge. Yeah. Your proprietary knowledge. I didn't spend the money to secure addictknowledge.com to just tell people for free. You quit firing off at your word, sewer. It's just foot porn. Excuse me? It doesn't have anything to do with addicts. No. Addicts are full of feet? Well, mine are. Now, when you say full of... Yeah, I mean jam full. <laughs> Like, solidly packed. <laughs> like, so many feet. No feet can get, Can't in, even no get in there. There's too many feet. That's why I had to have more than one attic. As I filled up the first one, I built an entire extra floor to my house just to fill with feet. Ew. It, hey, Quentin Tarantino is a big fan of my work. <laughs> that I would believe. I like Dusk Till Dawn. That has almost nothing to do with Quentin Tarantino. A little bit. He is acting in it, if you want to call it acting. In it. Anyway, switchboard. Throat chop. Yes. Switchboard. Throat chop. So she, uh, she's at the switchboard, and she keeps trying to jam the wire into 337. Yep. And yes. she starts speaking. You know, uh, uh, nice. Yep. It was a show. I don't know. I could tell by the way you raised your hands in confusion that you're unsure about that. With Jack Hay, come on. Yeah. It uh, was a spinoff of the Jeffersons, which was a spinoff of All in the Family. Yep. And now you know the rest of the story. Okay. Thanks, Paul Harvey. Wow. I haven't thought about Paul Harvey in ages. Well, you did now. Can't stop yeah. Chris with his Reset that Paul tower. Harvey jokes. I go out to my front yard and change that board that says, I haven't thought about Paul Harvey in zero days now. Always making them Paul Harvey jokes. Seems like a weird extravagance. To have a board that says that in your front yard. 
Well, I mean, the hard part is changing the number without thinking about Paul Harvey while you're reading a board that says, I haven't thought about Paul Harvey. Oh, you get stuck in a loop. <laughs> exactly. You just go out every day and have to put it back. You just go out to change it. You're like, nope, fuck, it's one again. God damn it. All right. <laughs> yeah. This but is what somehow I managed to do it for ages, apparently. So I'm pretty Paul talented Harvey about thinking jokes. about things. Yep. All right. And that concludes my tight five on Paul Harvey. Perfect. <laughs> so anyway, she starts speaking French at the thing. In a demon voice. At the switchboard. And she's talking about the fifth one and snake monsters and all kinds of weird shit. Rivers. Wash, washing someone in a river with a mill. You gotta watch your snakes. So they try to figure out who this mythical 337 extension is. And, uh... The, uh, non-glasses hits them with some sick-ass Scooby-Doo shit. Doinks! And grabs the uh, paper and does a charcoal rubbing. And they find out it's a French guy. Who was some kind of murder oh. doctor? Or allegedly So they uh, hit the YouTubes and watch a documentary about murder doctor who killed a uh, killed four kids. Murder doctor. Yeah. And they found uh, his like secret hideout, which was full of snakes. And, uh... And partially eaten children. Yeah. Snakes were for butt stuff. And it's all a, an ancient ritual where if you murder the kids, you get to become immortal. We need five kids, not four. Yeah. So they're all like, that's fucking weird. And meanwhile, friend of the family... We we did gloss over the fact that at some point, Deborah Logan jammed a spade into her neck. Well, yeah, she's got a thing with ripping pieces of herself out. Yeah. Weight reduction for the racing circuit. That's a fair point. you got to eliminate as much drag as possible. Yeah. Go faster. Yeah. I can identify with that. The more blood in your body, the more you weigh. Yeah, but the less blood you got, the... Uh, help me out, less Chris. Yeah. No. If you got less blood, you weigh less so you can move uh. faster. Well, that all checks out. Yeah. Just science. Yeah. That's one of the prime tenants in NASCAR, is you drain as much blood as you can. Yep. Right before a race. Out of the car. Yeah. Put your wrist and hop in. No, you can't do that. Then the blood's just in the car. You gotta bleed before you get in the car. Stupid. Well, I mean, you can have blood in the car as long as it's out of your body. That's all that really matters. But it's still in the car. The weight would be the same. Well, no. Why is it NASCAR drivers all of a sudden? It no. wasn't. It was just for regular people to go faster. Okay, good deflection. Yeah. On the fact that you're wrong. Yeah. You're wrong. I was just thinking about them bleeding the brakes. I'm thinking about what could I throw at Chris? 
I don't know, stuff. I know, I have a lot of options, but I'll be cool. Okay, honey bunny. He's talking to you. Any one of you fucking pricks move, <laughs> and I'll execute every last fucking one of you. Every motherfucking last one of you. Oh, that's my bad. Corrected. Yep. When Tarantino was looking at my foot attic, he told me that was the original <laughs> line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full It got changed in rewrite. Yeah. Full of feet. Tacked to the gills. So anyway, <laughs> friend of the family, uh, Harris. A local sociopath. <laughs> local dare-to-well Harris. <laughs> He's like, hey, I don't like the way these people are filming. They're making your mom all mad. You should get them the fuck out of here. Go, because I probably won't not kill them. He's like, if you need money, I'll sell my Suburban or something. Yeah, or his tractor. Tractor. Yeah. Yeah, it's a French tractor, so it's worth more. Yes, the Tractor. And uh, her doctor, for some reason, says a good plan is to try to remind Deborah about whatever three three seven is. You know that'll help. Because you well, know, yeah, what... because she's uh, she's you know the kind of person that will just like keep keep working at it. So if you can get her to the sooner you can get her to figure it out, the sooner she'll be less agitated. So, things aren't going well. Deborah ends the up hell in, you say? in the hospital. Yeah, what's everybody's problem in this movie? And she, um, she, she's there, you know, because she's doing real bad. Uh, she's got some kind of weird back infection. Her hair's just like falling oh, out. Her weird lizard-like skin that she's developing on her back. Yeah. Monster. Uh, at some point, she vomits up dirt and earthworms. Yes. That's normal. Which, part of me is kind of sad that we didn't get to see her actually vomit it up, and part of me is kind of glad we didn't get to actually see her vomit it up. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm of two minds on this subject. So they uh they they got her in the hospital. Old uh old Harris, he's not taking things well. And he decides to play a quick game of shoot up the minivan. <laughs> he's, it's Harris like that, is the It's like that bonus level on uh, Street Fighter 2. <laughs> Harris is the cut up, you know. When you have to punch up the car? Oh, my car. <laughs> so, Harris was wilding out. Yes. Much like Nick Cannon. Joke about wilding out. Wilding. No, there's an apostrophe on it. Wilding. And, uh... The cops get called, Harris gets taken off, and Glasses is like, uh, hey, uh, fuck all this. Seriously. Bye. I'm, I'm out. And he goes. Yep. 
and never to be heard from again. And good on him, because fuck that. I assume he died in a car crash, like just two miles down the road. That's why we never heard from him again. Deborah ate the brake lines. <laughs> Chewed right through them. And uh, Deborah's daughter is starting to become more and more convinced that something's going on that isn't explainable through traditional Western medicine. She's a Pazuzu. Quite Quote possibly. Unquote. Science. Yeah. Science. Classic science. Yep. She even uh, goes so far as to... She gets the local priest, tries to get him to exercise her, and he's like, man, you know that's just kind of bullshit, right? That's not a thing. That's not a thing anymore? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, but certainly you know some sort of mentor that you have some kind of Christian voodoo black magic yeah and he's like nah nah seriously like I first of all I'm not Catholic I, that's kind of their <laughs> deal I'm a Baptist we don't really do that she was tripping I mean does that make her sectist now, they were Catholic, I guess. She did go to, like, Our Lady of something. Ladies? Yeah, Our Lady of Ladies. <laughs> I think that's the the, the 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 brothel. Our Lady of Sapphos. <laughs> there you go. I mean, that is where she would go, but, you know. Well, yeah, I guess fair enough. I mean, because the character is a lesbian in the, the movie. But it's like low key, like they keep it pretty low key. Just like talks to her girlfriend like on the phone once, and like it's not a thing, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's nice to see in a movie where that's not like a. Oh hi, I'm the lesbian in this movie. Wink. Yeah. And also, she doesn't get murdered for being a lesbian, so that's good too. And uh, they go and hunt down. One of the guys from the documentary trying to get some answers. And Sarah's like, look, here's the deal. She ain't got Alzheimer's. She's got some kind of, I don't know, Pazuzu. Yeah, some kind of Pazuzu's happening here. And he tells them the story about the someone in Africa when he was on uh, some kind of research assignment that he met. They carried around their kid for like a month after they died. Yeah. And, and the only thing that... And spoke with its voice and all that fun stuff. Yeah. And the only way to fix the whole issue was... Uh, his words, not mine. A witch doctor set the kid's corpse on fire, and that fixed the whole problem. Yep. Purification by fire. Sometimes. Yep. And so, they uh, they head back, and Harris has been at the hospital lately, hanging out, talking to uh, Deborah, and he decides that he's gonna, you know, euthanize her with a pillow, smother her with a pillow. I believe is the term you're looking for, Chris. Euthanize, smother. What? 
euthanize. I mean, it seems like like a mercy killing at that point. You're a mercy killing. But uh, I don't know. The TV hits him. Yeah, man, it hits the hell out of him too. That seems pretty wild. Yeah, it flies off the wall and clocks him in the back of the head. And uh, he's rushed into medical procedure. Deborah's daughter's weaseled her way in there, and he uh, exposits that the murder doctor had chosen her, Deborah's daughter, as the fifth. And her mom figured it out thanks to the switchboard. Well, she heard him on the switchboard yeah. say something like that. So, uh, so she, who would he tell? Who would he call and tell? Is what I want to know. A fair question. Probably Chris Pazuzu. He's called Pazuzu. Let him know the time frame. Please, uh, could you connect me to to line six six six, please? I need to tell Pazuzu that I, who I'm going to murder next. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to kill your daughter. Can you can you get Pazuzu on the horn? <laughs> He's a busy guy, you know. You just sit around waiting yeah, on phone he'd... calls. Nah. Maybe I can talk to Pazuzu now. Yeah. I'll page him, but I don't know what to tell you. And, uh, so <clears throat> Deborah killed Murder Doctor. And then they buried his corpse in the garden under the statue. A statue. It's not like these. There's more than one statue, I guess. Only one statue in the whole wide fucking world, isn't it, Chris? And I corrected myself, so you're ill-timed anger is ill-timed. Only statue in the whole wide world. Yes, quite. One, only statue. Yeah. Although she did try eating some of the smaller, itty-bitty, like, miniature statues in the house earlier in the movie. But they weren't good to eat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Precious Moments figurines are delicious. And I will hear no more. <laughs> That's why my aunt Delicious, them. yes, good to eat, no. Yeah. They wh- cut your mouth up real bad. One for my Cheerio cabinet, one for dinner. <laughs> Pop, eat them like <laughs> peeps. Chris likes to age them in his Cheerio cabinet. Yeah. Peep that shred your mouth. It's like regular peeps. Where the hell do you get your peeps from? And they're baby Peep chickens, three right? Years ago. Huh? They're baby chickens, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, they squirm a lot when you put them in your mouth. They got claws and beaks and shit. Yeah, I guess so. I can see that. And the bones will probably cut your throat up pretty good. Do chickens even have bones? You're a professional chickener. (laughs) I mean, Brett, if any of us are going to know this answer, it's you. I figured they were more like lobsters, you know. Oh, I'm allergic to them, and they'll kill me if I get near them. Yes. Wait, we just found out Chris's secret weakness. I'm not actually allergic to lobsters. I just think they're creepy. You say that now, but we know the truth. Listeners, send lobsters to Chris. Yes. Send me many lobsters. Send them to our P.O. box. However necessary. By P.O. box, I mean, just put a lobster in your mailbox. It'll find its way. Put him in a burlap sack. Yeah. Throw him on his porch in the morning. 
P.O. Box 337 in Exuma, Virginia. So wait, what's going on? I forget. I don't know. I got sidetracked. A uh, statue digging. Oh. So, uh, Deborah's daughter decides to go try to exhume. See what I did there? Eczema. Yeah. The uh, supposed corpse. And she convinces the rest of uh, the camera crew to go out there and help. And they finally find what they're looking for in a burlap sack. But it ain't out there. Yeah, they find a spade. They find the spade. Well, yeah. And then they're like, holy shit. Then like the daughter's like, holy shit, mom dug up the body already. Yeah. So they go to the secret third attic. Yes. Fifth by my count. And uh, she's like, it's oh, man. And there's a bunch of gross moisture. That shouldn't be there. It hasn't rained recently. That's fresh and wet. So they head up and they find a desiccated corpse in a burlap sack, like you do. Yeah. And they're like, uh, ah, okay, that's a thing. And they uh, have this. Yeah, well, they try. And, uh. Oh boy, do they try. Yeah, and. I don't know. I thought that part was uh, fucking low-key hilarious for some reason. Because, like, it literally, like, blows up in their faces? Yeah, and they're, like, dumping charcoal fluid on there, and, like, she, Deborah's daughter splashes it in Hat Girl's eyes, and, like, they can't light the fucking like, lighter. You gotta, you gotta squeeze the thing. I am squeezing the thing! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I was like, huh, that's a strangely slapstick sequence. Like, that's a real vaudeville routine you guys got going there. It was pretty fun. Yeah, but despite the amount of lighter fluid they put on that sack, nothing was burning. Yeah. But then when it does catch on fire, it explodes them backwards. Yep, like explosions do. And they all take off out of the house because they're, you know, explosions and stuff. And Deborah's daughter gets a call from the hospital where her mom is run off. And they get to the hospital and find out that not only has she run off, but she's bleeding everywhere and she stole a cancer kid. Ah, stole is such an ugly word. She kidnapped. Okay, I guess that is much more palatable. And uh, Deborah's daughter's like, well, she's obviously taking her to the mines to finish the fucking ritual. And uh, she uh, bit a guy's neck out on the way out. Yep. Not Deborah's daughter, Deborah. The security guy. Yeah, but yeah. he went into anaphylaxis from snake venom. Yeah. And uh, so the sheriff decides to go look for her at the mine and takes. The panicky daughter and weird camera crew with him. You know, like a responsible member of law enforcement. <laughs> yes. Well, I think the sheriff had a thing for the, the the daughter. Fair enough. So they head up to the mine. And, uh... They catch up with Deborah and the kid outside on the way to the mine. 
And, uh, you know, they're being cool. They're like, hey, everything's cool, guys. We're not going to handcuff you and take you to prison. Nah, nah, we wouldn't do that. This is all just a fun. These are just cool bracelets. And the little girl's like, he's going to wash me in the river. He's going to wash me in the river. He's very nice. He's going to wash me in the river. And then, uh, Deborah starts spitting fucking cobra acid in everybody's (laughs) face. Like the bad guys from G.I. Joe? Yep. He was a man. What? That's from the movie. The Cobra Commander says when Sir Pantor hits him with the spore and turns him into a giant snake. Uh huh. Yeah. Check out my secret second podcast about the G.I. Joe movie. You're a secret second podcast. There's only one, but it's six hours long. Yeah, Chris, it takes Chris Rowe to gather some heavy water and some radioactive crystals mm-hmm. and the DNA from a bunch of ancient generals. I say Cobra, la, 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 there. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, well, actually, that's, like, the first G.I. Joe mission. Like, they're trying, Cobra's building the teleporter device, and they need, like, the heavy water from the underneath the ocean, and there's giant worms and giant tubes. Yeah. That movie's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> Remember back when we were kids, and you could have a children's television program about international terrorism? Yeah, not now. Everything's space wizards. I don't know. I feel like the Teletubbies were just creepier in some way. They did have the giant baby sun. That thing was terrifying. Uh, That reminds me of a movie. So where were we? Um, Snake Venom. Uh, Right in the face. Yes. So she... uh, she snake venoms one of the sheriffs and runs off to the mine. So second sheriff and the remainder of the team, because uh, the cameraman, not glasses, is like, well, I'm going to take this guy who's blinded and mutilated and fuck off. Because fuck all this. Seriously, I should have left with fucking glasses, man. This is nuts. Damn right. And they head to the mine... Uh, the sheriff goes in. She says, wait here, I got this. And then she gets got. The narrator says she did not, in fact, have this. Yeah. She gets, uh, snakes to the face wound somehow. And then, uh, there's a bunch of just, like, found footage garbage that happens. You know, camera light. Shaky cam. Yeah, camera light keeps cutting out. Noises, a bunch of noises. They uh, walkie talkies everywhere. They find their way through the mine. They go through the the weird hole full of snakes that was not full of snakes. It had like three snakes in it, but whatever. And they finally meet up with uh, Deborah and the kid. 
and in night uh, vision. Yeah, in night vision, because of course night vision, sure. The only time they've ever used night vision in the entire movie. Yeah, it just happens. It was automatic. And so Deborah's daughter is going to hit her with some uh, syringe full of sedative. But can't find her because it's dark. And so they run further back into the caves. She, uh, besides now, Deborah's daughter, she gets her piece out. By piece, I mean gun. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean... I'm just making sure. You get confused by things sometimes. You get confused I mean, by she, things she sometimes. She could have pulled like a, like a white rook or something out. We don't know. Yeah. A piece of a jigsaw puzzle. This is from a sorry game. <laughs> and she, uh... She creeps around a rock where we see, uh... Deborah has turned into a full-on fucking snake, and she's trying to eat the kid. All the way down to the shoulders. Yeah, basically just unhinged her jaw and swallowed the kid's entire head. Yeah. And then a shot rings out, uh, which distracts Pazuzu, I guess. And then Deborah's daughter is like, fight it, you can do it, fight it. And then she can. She just needed a little encouragement, I guess. Yep. It never... We should have someone to believe in her. Yeah. And so the day is saved. Uh, no kids are eaten by uh, Pazuzu. Uh, they can't try Deborah because she's frail and old and lost her goddamn mind. That's true. And the kid is uh, miraculously cured of her cancer because a snake Pazuzu monster tried to eat her. That's what I figure. And uh, the news shows up, uh, and they uh, they hang out and talk to her at her birthday. And she looks all creepy at the camera. Because she's got the Pazuzu in her. Yeah. Yikes. She is the Pazuzu now. That's a better way to say that. And scene. Finn. Cut to the scariest credits ever, because it says produced by Brian Singer. Yeah, and we all go, oh. And that's the taking of Deborah Logan. So hot style, Lana. Hot style, Lanta. That's a way to say that. I sure did say it that way. You did. You really did. What are your feelings on this particular piece of media? I like the taking of Deborah Logan. I've watched it a couple of times. My wife is a big fan of this movie. It's shot like every other found footage movie, so you can't really say too much about the camera work. People are good. The actors are good. The Deborah Logan lady is particularly good. I like the daughter. Crazy old hair is pretty great. Eh, I mean, it's a found footage movie, but it's it's got... A little bit of a twist to it. Never, I believe this is our first Alzheimer's-based horror movie that we've come across, found footage or otherwise. Maybe you just don't uh, remember. Ha! So, between Alzheimer's and Pazuzu, it's pretty good. I've watched it at least one time. It's lit, fam. Oh, that's a bold statement. 
Go ahead, bitch nips. I liked it more than I thought I would. I'm not really a fan of a possession movie normally. Or found footage. Or found footage. But they they do a thing I like in a found footage movie where they justify multiple camera angles and stuff. Which is like, it's it's a lame two-minute scene to show them putting up cameras or whatever, but hey, it works. And they do like a little creepy, like, her walking through the background kind of thing during that too, which is nice. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of subtlety to it that I like. It's not super in your face. There's weird stuff going on. You see her walking through the background. People have reasonable responses. Like the guy, glasses, gets his car shut up. And he's like, no, I'm done with this. I'm fucking done. Like, I'm not going to deal with this shit. And then he leaves. And I'm like, good on you, bro. I'd have done that. Good job, glasses. It's it's an interesting take on two separate genres. That was better than I thought it would be. I mean, if you're looking for something... Something that's pretty creepy, but not super explicit. I could see this being a good compromise if you're wanting to throw something on that... Eh, I want something a little creepy, but I don't really want some full-on... Fucking... Evil Dead 2 shit. Not too bad. It has some good creepy moments. It's got some okay stuff. It does devolve a little too hard into found footage garbage at the end for my taste, but hey. It's still a strong B+. Just like you. I say give it a go. What do you say, Mr. Troy? Well, uh, the Alzheimer stuff hit kind of home for me. Just close to home for me because I had a, a grandfather go through that. And, you know, and also I've had a couple, like, elderly relatives go through dementia. So that's, you know, that whole bit kind of hit, you know, hit me right in the feels. And then Deborah Logan vaguely reminded me of my mother-in-law. Like, just like a couple of mannerisms and just the way, a little bit of the way she looked. So that was kind of creepy for me, too. Uh so maybe it hit me a little harder than it would most people, but I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, as opposed to Chris, I enjoy possession movies. Uh, I did enjoy the fact that the the priest was like, no, we don't do exorcisms. Like, those aren't a thing anymore. I don't know why you're asking me this. Um, but so that was fun. Uh, they, they do a couple, like, pokes at the genre with things like that, which I enjoyed. Uh, it's well acted. Uh, well, although Hat Lady is could have been replaced by a hat on a broom, probably, and been about as effective. But the daughter and Deborah herself are both really good. Uh, see, I mentioned the fact that the daughter was a lesbian, and it wasn't a whole big thing. It was just the way it was. So that was good. Lots of good in this. Uh, the effect of the the effect of her like eating that kid's head was really good. Uh, I yeah I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I think people should watch it. Thank you, sister-in-law. Thanks, Stop dude. To this podcast, but thank you anyway. So, what do you watch next week, Chris? We are watching As Above, So Below, as recommended by Kylie 
Yeah, I hope we all have internet for that one. Let's hope so. Yes. So hot, Lana. You can find us on the uh, Facebooks because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. You can find us on Twitter because we're Slaughter Prince. Find us on Reddit SHP Podcast. You can email us at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. We're on, oh, let's see, Stitcher and iTunes and Google Play and YouTube and iHeartRadio, Spotify. Got stored Patreon and Discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com. Yeah, YouTube probably. Hell, who knows? That's about it. Great. Hey, no problem. I wanted to change it up a little bit this week. Hey, you said it awkwardly. That's weird. You don't normally. You're usually really on it. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's because I didn't plan on screaming until one second before I screamed, <laughs> and then I didn't really know what to do from there. So, uh, come back next time for As Above, So Below. And uh, while other podcasts think about movies, we'll apologize for offensive Spanish. Bye! Slow torture puke chamber.